What's going on? Matt Savoka here from awesomeo.com bringing you the week 15 DraftKings Thursday night football top plays. This is Chargers versus Chiefs. This is a key matchup to deciding the AFC West and to deciding the AFC playoff seeding overall. This is a 51 and a half point total and a field goal spread. Right now, the Chiefs favored by just three points should be an excellent matchup. But before we get into things, make sure to like this video, guys. Subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you guys could give me a follow on Twitter at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated. And we'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, No House Advantage, who's offering player prop contests for all major sports for huge cash prizes. And when you use the promo code AWESOMO, you can get a $25 first match deposit bonus. That's right, when you use promo code AWESOMO, you can get a $25 first match deposit bonus, up to $25, I should say. All right, on the screen, you see my 10 through six of my top plays here. Starting with number 10, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the Chiefs running back still in a timeshare with Daryl Williams. Williams, but looking decent as of late and then Daryl Williams right next to him at number nine uh, he actually has a solid 37% chance of being in the optimal lineup compa compared to Edward Solaire who's at 23% so a solid boost there but it's not quite as much as number eight Byron Pringle whose snap share continues to rise and has been over 50% for four straight games Austin Eckler would certainly be higher than seven if he weren't injured last week we could still see a huge game from him but the floor is much lower than usual and at number six Mike Williams, he is back as the number two option with Keenan Allen back, but he doesn't quite make the top five. Who does? Let's watch and find out. At number five, it's Tyree Kill. And yeah, there's been some volatility with Tyree Kill's usage of late. Four targets and five targets the last two weeks. That is not wide receiver one level usage at all. But before that, 11 targets, 10 targets, 11 targets. As usual with wide receivers, there is some volatility of opportunity, but we've seen more of it with Hill uh, than usual of late. So that's one thing to note, but it's still a great play from a ceiling perspective. He's getting over 30 DraftKings points in a whopping 37% of simulations. And look at the distribution of outcomes. It's actually slightly uh, weighted over to the right side, meaning he has some really solid big scores in his distribution of outcomes. He has a optimal captain percentage of over 9% here and is in the optimal lineup and over 50% of the time. That is a huge number for number five on our list. So don't think just by being this low at number five, he's a bad play. He's an excellent play this Thursday night. Number four, it's Hill's teammate, Travis Kelsey, who also saw a limited target share last week. Only four targets, catching three for 27 yards. In fact, he's had exactly 27 yards receiving in two straight games. That's not very Travis Kelsey-like. Still, we know what the ceiling is here. Eight to 12 targets, many in the red zone, and he could easily catch two touchdowns. 100 yards receiving hasn't really happened of late. Only two games this season, and they were both prior to week four. Still, he's the optimal captain play 8.7% of the time and an optimal flex play over 42% of the time. In this high total expected close game against the number 15 defense by PFF's grading, you can absolutely play Kelsey, although I don't think the ceiling game is as high for Kelsey as it is for Hill. He still comes in in the optimal lineup 51% of the time, the exact same as his teammate. 
Number three, it's Keenan Allen. After a one-week absence due to a spot on the COVID-19 list, Allen is already activated and in no risk of missing this game. And Allen should be the clear leader in targets, especially with Austin Eckler banged up here. Allen, when he's played, he's been 11th in the NFL in target share. And in targets per route run, he's been equally good right inside the top 12 as well. In completed air yards, he's 7th in the NFL, and while his average depth of target remains low, that's how Allen's always been used. His red zone usage has spiked with Justin Herbert at the helm. He is 6th in the NFL in targets inside the opponent's 20. That's exactly what you want from a target hog who doesn't necessarily get targeted deep all that often. He is the optimal captain play 8.2% of the time and an optimal flex play 44% of the time. Again, this is a middling Kansas City Chiefs defense that while they've been a little better as of late, they're still not an elite defense by any stretch, especially against the pass. We are going to see moments where Justin Herbert finds holes in the defense and likely he'll be throwing to Keenan Allen. He's in the optimal line of 52% of the time. At number two, it's Justin Herbert, and Herbert is quickly becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's top 10 in yards per attempt, in adjusted yards per attempt, in red zone completion percentage, in deep ball completion percentage, and in completion percentage off of play action. This is a player who is already finding his own, is a second year starter, and his ceiling is fantastic, obviously, for quarterbacks on a one-game slate they're going to look great, but still, Herbert getting over 30 fantasy points over 32% of the time in our simulations, and even at a pretty high 10.8K salary on DraftKings, he's still getting into that optimal captain spot over 8% of the time. This is an exploitable Kansas City defense despite their improvements over the second half of the season, and Herbert is one of those players who just needs a few openings to make something happen. I mean, you all saw that highlight real play, that deep pass touchdown where he got smacked last week and still made a perfect throw 50 air yards down the field that is the type of play he's capable of creating week in and week out that's why he comes in at number two and is in our optimal lineup 58 percent of the time now before we get into my number one play on DraftKings for thursday night football just want to remind you guys go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel so that you guys always know when we're going live and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at Draftaholic. That's always much appreciated. And finally, thanks again to our sponsor, No House Advantage, offering all player props contests for all the major sports leagues for huge cash prizes. Go ahead over there, download it on the App Store, on Google Play, or NoHouseAdvantage.com, and use the promo code AWESOMO to get up to a $25 first match deposit bonus. All right, let's get into the number one play on DraftKings for Thursday Night Football. Number one, it's Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has been up and down this year, really a different Patrick Mahomes than we've seen in previous years when he was just a consistent top 10 fantasy producing machine. But still, the underlying metrics look fantastic for Mahomes as they always do. In expected points added, one of my favorite advanced metrics for quarterbacks, he's sixth in the NFL. In true passer rating, he's ninth in the NFL. In total QBR, he's ninth in the NFL. So despite the up and down production, He's right there. In true completion percentage, he's fifth in the NFL. So it's no surprise that our tools, which rely on both standard statistics and advanced metrics, are seeing Patrick Mahomes as a unique player on this one-game slate. 
yeah, he's in the optimal lineup 61% of the time. And even at that $12,000 salary on Thursday, he's the optimal captain play 6.5% of the time. You know that the distribution of outcomes is very, very strong for Mahomes. He's getting over 30 DraftKings points 42% of the time. A unique floor and ceiling, even compared to Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes is my number one play on DraftKings this week that is gonna wrap things up here for the week 15 thursday night football DraftKings top plays if you guys want to go ahead and comment below which of these were your favorite picks which of them were your least favorite picks i always like to hear from you guys go ahead like this video subscribe to the channel and if you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video it's definitely around here on the youtube channel we will be back on saturday for our first saturday slate top picks of the season until then I'm Matt Saboka from AwesomeO.com. We will talk to you guys next time.